the air. So, we're going to be thinking about this last part of Ephesians 1 together. It's on the screen, and I'd love us to read it out all together. And you might see our word beginning with P in there. Let's read this together. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Today we're thinking about the promised Holy Spirit. And so the first P words I've got for us is that we've got a promised person. Can we all say promised person? And this promised person is the person of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to try and lift this up every time I say a word beginning with P. I might not be able to, but don't humor me too much or I'll get carried away. So we've got this promised person, and it says in John 14, Jesus says to his friends, he's about to die, and and he says this, he says, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. This spirit of truth is a promised person, a person who is promised by Jesus. He says, I, he will give you another advocate. He will. That's a promise. And this promised person first shows up on, anybody? Pentecost. Some of you are listening. Well done. And we're going to watch a quick video now all about Pentecost. That day. Amazing. So, this promised person of the Holy Spirit comes along as Pentecost power. So, everyone say promised person. person. And everybody say Pentecost power. That's that's what happened. The Spirit is given. It says, he says, he he will give you another advocate. The, The promise is almost, he will give you. And then this Pentecost is, he will give you, it's given, the the promised person is poured out as Pentecost power. And I I was at a camp this week, I run a a summer camp up in Yorkshire, and as we, I'm going to put this down because it'll distract me, and every time I'll put it up in the air too much, Um, and before we set up, we're on, we're on a field, we're in Marquise, and, and as we set up, we have no water on site. So everyone's told, if you're coming to help put tents up, bring bottles of water. And so we have bottles of water, we drink the water, it goes in the bin, we drink water, it goes in the bin. Um, and then eventually, um, the excellent Nathaniel Camfield was with us, um, who is a plumber, um, and he... I just can't resist it. And, and what, he, what he did with my friend Andy is he connected all the pipes up pipes, all the pipes up so that um, we could have flowing water. And, and in my head, as I was prepare, preparing to think about Pentecost, um, all, all I could think about were these pipes. Because before Pentecost, in the past, the, the people of God were able to receive this promised person in di- di- different places, different people. You, usually, um, the people of God receive the Spirit. But at Pentecost, It's poured out on the people. It's like the pipes connecting and the water being able to flow out. And actually, this this Pentecost power is is freely available to everybody because of what happened on Pentecost. But before Pentecost, different people, different places, different times. Now, it was almost like it was previously private and now it's public. And, And so what I could say if I can, is that the promised person, previously private, premiered at Pentecost as a power, poured out on the people, particularly preaching Peter. And the the, the beautiful thing about this Pentecost power 
is that it's not just a Pentecost power. This, there's a promised person, say promised person. person. There's a Pentecost power, say Pentecost power. And repeat after me. There's a present presence. It's hard to say, is it? Say it again. Present presence. Because actually what happened at Pentecost didn't stop at Pentecost. It continues to this day. The, the pouring out of presence on the people means that, present is, that presence is present with us today. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It, actually, that, that presence is personal. It says, he will give you, and that you is not just the people that Jesus was with, that is all of us. He will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. And so it's for us individually. It's personal, but it's also with us forever. So it's perpetual. And so, okay, we have a promised person, previously private, that premiered at Pentecost publicly, poured out on the people, particularly, pre- pe- particularly preaching Peter, which is a present presence, personal and perpetual, that, that provides, that protects, that helps us to persevere. It's, it's an amazing thing. And, and the one word that I've maybe not explained in this part of John 14 is, he says he will give you another advocate. And that, that word in the original Greek is a P word, and, and that's the word paraclete. Can we all say paraclete? And, and that just means somebody who comes alongside us, who is with us. The word advocate is actually quite accurate. Somebody in court who speaks up for the voiceless. And if we go back to the Ephesians passage, this present presence doesn't just kind of float around us strangely. What happens is we are marked with a seal. Not, not a sea lion, not a seal from like, not one of those. Like, like a wax seal, the promised Holy Spirit. A deposit guaranteeing our inheritance. It's almost a preview that we are God's possession, that, that there's, there's something of the Spirit of God in us now that will be with us forever, and that previews what it will be to be in his presence. And it's almost like in Toy Story where um, they, Andy writes his name on the bottom of his toys so that they know, or he knows, if they're ever lost, that they're his. We're marked by this presence it was beautiful at camp, actually. Um, there was one, one lad um, who was really struggling in his tent. Um, you know, there's, all, there's always struggles between people, especially if you're camping together, because tents are the worst. And he, he was really struggling with some people in his tent. He was really struggling to sleep. He was really homesick. And one morning, I kind of just um, come alongside him, um, paraclete, and I say, how was last night? Meaning, how did you sleep? Like, was everything okay? And he looks at me and he goes, the evening meeting was amazing. I was completely filled with the Holy Spirit. And I was like, all right, well, I was kind of asking about the tent. But the, the beautiful thing about this present presence is it's not just for adults with a paycheck. It's not for people who have it all put together. It's, it, it, it's for everybody. Whether you're three years old in this place or whether you're 103, this promised person, previously private, that premiered at Pentecost, poured out on the people, particularly preaching Peter is a present presence for all of us, personally, perpetually, protecting, providing, helping us to persevere. And, and that, the last bit of that Ephesians passage, sorry, Helen, if we could go back to it, it just says that the whole thing is to the praise of his glory. Isn't it a remarkable thing that, that the God who loves us chooses to dwell within us personally, perpetually? And so I'm, I'm going to pray 
And I'm going to put this down while I pray, because otherwise I'll get distracted. Um, and we're going to pray and then praise, actually. Um, so, band, if you'd like to come up. And what's going to happen is we're going to, we're going to sing, um, sing together. It says that um, God inhabits the praise of his people. And as we, as we sing, we're going to um, welcome the presence of God. We're going to almost have our hands open like this, to almost as if we're receiving a present. That, that word present means now, but it also means a gift. So we'll have our hands open. I'm going to just simply pray that the Spirit would come and fill us like he filled that, that boy at camp. But the other thing we're going to do is there will be six of us around the room um, with face paint pens. And what we're going to do is um, there'll be two at the back and four at the front. And if and when you're ready, and if you want to, um, come up to somebody with these, and we're going to just put the sign of the cross on your hand as a mark of, of what Jesus did and of the spirit that is a preview of what it will be like to be in his presence. And we'll just simply put a cross on the back of your hand and pray, come Holy Spirit. And, and all that is, is, is a reminder of what's actually happened in our hearts. And obviously, we're live streaming the service. So if you don't want to be on the live stream, do head to Rachel and Elliot, who will be at the back. And if you're watching on the live stream, find a pen. <laughs> find a pen, put it on the back of your hand. I mean, this is a face paint pen. It'll wash up. You're, you're holier than us watching on the live stream, because your pen will probably last longer. Um, but mark yourself with that, with that cross, and, and let's pray for the Holy Spirit to, to come and dwell in us, providing, protecting, persevering. So should we stand, and I'll, and I'll just pray. And why not just open your hands as if ready to receive all that the Spirit has. Father, thank you that the Spirit is a person, not a mystical, magical force, but, but God himself. And thank you that you promise him to us. You pass the baton of your ministry on to him. And I pray that that Pentecost power that flooded through Jerusalem would flood through this place, through Winchester, through wherever people are watching online, that your Pentecost power would fill those places. And I pray for that presence to be present with us now, that we would feel your spirit with us personally. And as we go into our weeks, that, that presence would provide for us, would nurture us, would come alongside us, would comfort, support prepare us for what is to come preserve us even to help us to persevere and Father as we are marked um, with this cross as a reminder of the deposit in us I pray that we would carry that into the weeks even when it washes off our hands that it would be carried into our weeks Amen we're going to sing, we're going to sing a, a fairly new song called As We Wait. It's a, a beautiful song by um, Nick and Becky Drake who um, write a lot of our all-in worship songs. Um, it's, it's a beautiful way just to offer this time to Jesus. And, and so use that space. And, and when you're ready, come and um, receive that cross.